Did you know that the Big Easy is neither big nor easy? We got all sorts of fun and interesting information and more coming up. We got lots of info. Let's rock and roll. It's Did You Know with Rhino. Hello and welcome to this episode of Did You Know with Rhino. In case you didn't know, I'm Rhino. This is my show. I know exactly what you're thinking. Is Ryan about to talk about New Orleans for 45 minutes? You betcha. Here at Did You Know with Ryan O, we are the podcast all about pop culture. We talk about facts. We got some science, history. We got all sorts of amazing and fantastical things. But in this particular episode, we're going to tone it down a little bit to talk about a fantastic trip. A trip that I did not take alone. In fact, I got to hang out with the most awesome person in the world, my wife. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Rachel O. That's me. Hey, you. How's it going? I'm exhausted. Really? That sounds like you've done a week's worth of stuff and are not ready for another week's worth of stuff. That is exactly correct. They say it's a weekend, but like, where is there a week break in between like a week, a weekend and a week's break? Yeah, like spring break, summer break, fall break, winter break. More like break my back. Just like there's there's so many activities Sometimes you have an entire weekend of like nothing and then another time you have two entire weekends of, oh my God, there's so much going on. Yeah, it's always fun to help people out or hang out with people, but keeping up that kind of energy or actually like physical labor when you're doing some things is doesn't give you a break, especially when your job is physical labor and keeping up energy. <laughs> So we hope that this conversation is a little bit more chill and relaxed as the rest of our weekend has been. Yes, we'll be reminiscing about our adventures. That's right. You and I went to New Orleans about a month or so ago and had a, a fantastical time. Yes, we did. It was fantastical. As she says, as she's currently taking a picture of herself while being uh, recorded on this here studio. Yes, because Ryan says I need to get closer to the microphone. So now my nose is touching the microphone. I'm close enough, I think. For those of you out there who recorded podcasts, you know exactly what's going on. Um, anyways, so our trip was unique. Getting there, I always have problems with rental cars. Yeah. Well, oh well. <laughs> yeah, this particular one... Um, Smelled like someone smoked a cigarette in there for a month and a half and uh, was was dirty and gross, and we tried our best. Um, so anyways, Rachel and I played this fun game when we were going up into um, Louisiana, from here to Louisiana. It was a, a big old fancy trip, but we found a way to entertain ourselves. Yeah, before we even made it out of Florida, we uh, had quite a list of out-of-state license plates that we found along driving along the road so we decided to keep track so we downloaded a license plate game app which there's definitely one of those out there and we found uh all but i think like nine yeah i think we states. ended up at like 42 was the limit that we've got to and then there's also washington dc so yeah like nine different license plates we were missing out of 51 so so that's pretty crazy yeah we didn't expect to see so many states, but we definitely kept us entertained and excited and 
alert looking at license plates. <laughs> oh, it definitely kept us entertained because there is this long stretch when you're driving up the turnpike, um, up into even especially down I-10. Yeah. I-10 is, is a delightful drive if you have company, but if you do not have company, it's a pill. Yeah, it's not fun. It's a long, a long stretch. And, uh, and so we took that into Pensacola because for those of you who don't know, uh, Rachel grew up in the panhandle of Florida and is an expert in all things panhandleish Florida. Yes, yes, I am. Sure. Why not? Yeah, no, you, I would consider you an expert. You know a lot of things about, um, about five or six different cities in that area. I mean, true. I spent, what, 23 years of my life in the Panhandle? And see, some people have spent three years in something and consider themselves an expert, so you're most definitely an expert. Uh-huh. So because we didn't want to drive forever and a half and then some, uh, we decided to take a overnight break in the Pensacola area. Yeah. My old college stomping grounds. Where we actually visited your college campus and we... A, at one of the best steak restaurants ever. Shout out to McGuire's Irish Pub. If you're ever in that area, you definitely need to check out McGuire's. It's delicious. I, So there are two of them. One's in Destin and one's in Pensacola. And I got to say, from eating at both of them, I prefer the Pensacola one. Oh, but both are delicious and should not be missed when you're in the panhandle. That's right. Like Both are great, but Pensacola's is just slightly better. Well, we were also in a Pensacola area. We checked out a new brewery. I don't even remember what it's called. It's Is it like County? Coastal? Coastal, coastal County? Coastal County. It was Coastal County. Coastal County. So we tried a few beers. One of them was like this um, this peanut butter or peanut butter and jelly one, which was unique and ridiculous. It tasted exactly how it should. Peanut buttery. And jelly-y, which I think it was like a raspberry kind of jam flavor. As opposed to like a tra- traditional like grape, grape sort of flavor. Yeah. I don't really want to drink. Because if you take, make it more grapey, I think it starts to taste like grape juice, which who wants that in a beer? Grape juice beer. Ooh. That sounds more like a wine than a beer. I mean, pretty much. Which there are some people <laughs> who really want that sort of thing. I mean, wine is good for you. Yes. <laughs> So a wine beer would be ridiculous. <laughs> a wine beer. Someone out there has thought of this. I guarantee it. If not, there's your idea. Just give us, you know, 5% off the top. That'd be a nice. 5%. More like half a percent. I'll take what I can even. get. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so we tried that place. Um, we checked out the mall, which was busy and packed. Because I guess the bridge leading to the actual beach was out. Yeah, it was hit by a barge a while ago. But, you know, the mall was packed, not just because the beach or the bridge was out, but because it was pouring down rain. (laughs) And there's not much to do besides that, I guess. Yeah, no, we basically did the only things that you can do when it's raining in Pensacola. Go to the mall. Go eat. Go drink. Party. (laughs) And then the next day we went out to New Orleans itself. Uh, While we took a whole bunch of back roads getting there. Because we wanted to, to see um, what there was to see in all sorts of fancy back areas. Like we saw Daphne and Fairhope and, and Mobile and a few other places along the way on our way to New Orleans. Yeah, I got to check out Alabama. 
it it was it was cute and and quaint and I I think I've seen what I need to see you there. It was adorable. Fairhope more than Daphne. Uh, so so then we we got into the awesomeness of New Orleans and we stayed at a cool place called the Elijah Eliza Jane, which was right off of there on Magazine. It was really cool. Uh, probably one of the coolest hotels I've ever stayed in. It, it felt like. They combined three different hotels, made a hodgepodge of it, and made it kind of seamless into one big bohemian type of styled thing. It was fun. And if you're going to New Orleans and don't know where to stay, you should stay at the Eliza Jane. <laughs> we're laughing because our dryer just went off while we're recording this. <laughs> made this nice sound. Um, so, Leah, Eliza Jane, it's really cool. Um, the room was nice. Yeah, it was spacious, clean, cozy. It didn't really have much of a view, but what sort of view are you asking for? Yeah. Um, why are you spending your vacation in a bedroom when there's a whole city to explore? That's what's up. And explore that city we did. We tried um, a few different places. Like We tried this thing called like the Napoleon, Napoleon Place. Napoleon Bar, something like that, after we walked down Bourbon Street. We did one walk down Bourbon Street. I like it. Two o'clock in the afternoon, and was like, "That's our Bourbon Street experience." <laughs> well, because only half the things were open at Bourbon Street, and you're trying to properly social distance yourself during a pandemic, so keep that in mind. Yeah, true. Plus, there's like disgusting touristy things on Bourbon Street, so why stay there? Yeah, because they have. I'm not a fan of when they have these giant slushy machines, and then they've been soaking their drink inside these slushy machines for hours or days and it just sits in there and all you taste is the alcohol. You don't taste any of the fruity flavors or added stuff to it. Plus all those fruity flavors are just sugar and like, hello, that's how you get hungover slash major headaches. Too much sugar is a no-go when it comes to the alcohol. Yeah, no, no. You should just go to the Eliza Jane and go to the bar because that's where it's at. That bar is ridiculous. We'll talk about that bar in a bit. But we're going to talk about, um, so the Napoleon thing, we tried this unique beverage. What, what was it, like the, the French 70, 75? I had a Pimm's Cup. Ooh. Which was something with gin, which I'm not a huge gin person, but I was like, when in Rome, so when in New Orleans, I had a Pimm's Cup, which is one of the drinks that they're known for. Um, they're known for like Pimm's Cup, the French 75, the Sazerac. And there's like a couple more. And I think there's a couple more, but they're not, like, famously known for. But yes. Yeah, go to a place that's known for their drinks. That's that's a fun way to vacation. Yeah, but the Napoleon was cool. is you know, themed after Napoleon. So there's, like, a Napoleon stuff everywhere. So we had, like, a little snack and a little drink. And then we continued walking around the city. Uh, so when walking around the city, like I said, um, half the things weren't open which you can expect that nowadays based on the, the current social climate standards. Um, so what was open um, was slightly busy and understaffed. Um, but we did find ourselves at a little taco place um, on our first night, which was okay. Yeah, I think like kind of like Moe's-ish, Chipotle style-ish. It kind of felt like a Chipotle thing. Yeah. But maybe like... More authentic. Not authentic, but more, um, I don't know, mom and pop style, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense to me. Mom and pop Mexican Mo style. 
<laughs> that's indeed a thing. Um, so, so we tried that. We, we found ourselves going on the, the trolley like all the time when we were going on our vacation. Oh, yeah. It was fun. So like if you were tired and didn't want to walk or didn't know exactly what to do because we're not huge planners. We just were like, we want to hit these things. Don't really know when, don't really care when. Um, we just were like, let's just explore. So we would hop on the trolley and then we're like, oh, cool. That looks awesome. Or that sounds cool. Let's get off here. And we would just get off and walk around. They have this cool thing called like a, a jazzy pass that normally if you went on, you'd have to pay like a quick fare. And then every time you got on, you'd have to pay a fare. But if you had like a pass, you could get a go on and off all day for a small price. It's worth it. So if you're in town, you definitely want to grab one of those, especially if you're going to be on the trolley at least twice. Yeah, they have a, like a one day, a three day, a five day and a nine day. Nine or 15 days, something like that. And you can even do a month at a time if you really wanted to on their app. Yeah, if you were, you know, staying there, living there, just hanging out there, a month long one would be the idea to do. It took us like two times on the trolley, at least to, to figure out how it works. Because if, if, you're, if you're newbies, it takes you a while. It's a little intimidating, I guess, especially if you're not used to public transportation. But, you know, you get on... You swipe your pass or the guy will be like, yeah, I see your pass. So you don't even have to put it in the machine. And then you sit down. Really quickly. You got to really quickly yeah. sit down. Hold on, because if you're the only ones getting on, as soon as you're on, he's moving or they're moving. So you better make sure you're uh, stable enough if you're still standing. And then if your stop is coming up, which you got to listen. Oh, and download the app because that app was super helpful. The, the app basically shows you where you are, where it is, and where your next stops are. So it's basically like Google Maps, but like on crack. Yeah. And so you pull, you know, you pull a little trolley line handle that'll signal to the driver like, yo, I want to get off next. But you want to pull it like 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 a seconds after you leave your one stop. Before. But, one stop before. Yeah. So like, let's say you're at stop B and, you, and you're getting off at stop C. So after you leave stop B, like a few seconds, pull it. Yeah, and then you, like, exit. You're supposed to exit towards the back of the trolley, but sometimes the doors don't open. You just kind of have to push them. Or some people go out the front, depending on. But, yeah, cool, etiquette. Good job, good luck. Because we would see all these people who would just show up. Like, after we figured it out, there would be people who would just show up and just be kind of rude to the driver. Like, you never want to be rude. They're just doing their job. Yeah, don't be rude about it. If you don't know, just ask too. Yeah, like, like they missed their stop and they got mad. It's like, well, it's your stop. So you got to plan better. Also, you got to pull that line. I watched that person. She barely touched the, the little line because I think she was afraid of it. Yank on it. It's not going to stop the vehicle. It's not like an old fancy train where you pull it and it pulls on the brakes simultaneously. Yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So yeah, the um, the the trolley was awesome. Um, like you were saying, you could. We we took it pretty much, in the three days, we took the one line till it ended, and the other line pretty much to where it ended too. Yeah. So we uh we definitely used our little jazzy pass, plenty. We paid for it. And all, along those routes, we found these really cool parks too. 
oh yeah, the Audubon Park. Audubon Park, um, over near was it Tulane University? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was cute. It went around this um this golf course, but also had like a a zoo at the at the southern end. If you or was it northern end? Southern. Yeah, and if you really wanted to get on the that part, you could, but it's. It's weird how some things are only open during certain days. Like, if, if you're there on a Monday, Tuesday, good luck. Yeah, that's why city exploration is the best, like parks. <laughs> uh, and so we saw another one that was in a northern aspect near the cemetery area. It was like... Uh, Central, was it Central City or something or like, like City that? Park or city something? Pa- city Park, City yeah. Park. Yeah, that was really pretty, but yeah, some of the like the sculpture gardens weren't open, but the park itself was worth worth it. At. And they had a little tiny amusement park for kids there too. Yeah, that was cute. It was like storybook, story fables or whatever themed. Which was once again not open on the days we were there. Well, we did go like Sunday through Wednesday, but yeah, we still had a great time. So if you really want to go. And you don't want it. You want a nice chill thing, and you don't care about what's open and what's not. Go, go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But if you really want to go when everything's open, you got to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like the party times, probably the weekend. Uh, uh, we stopped. We didn't go to um, the, the the big fancy beignet place, Cafe Du Monde. We did not stop there. No, but we did go to a beignet place. What was it called? Cafe Beignet. That's right, Cafe mm-hmm. Beignet. Who's got the notes over here? One of us has a notebook full of. Well, so um, <laughs> a little bit of backstory before we go into our commercial break. Um, we were trying to plan this for a, a while, uh, trying to research what food places we wanted to do, where we wanted to go. So we watched some things on the on the Discovery Channel like networks like. Food Network and Travel Channel and whatnot. And we um, found some restaurants that we would try to try. And we tried to figure out which ones was open and where. And, and we had a little notebook, um, a big notebook. But then Rachel combined it into a little notebook so we'd have something ready and available for wherever we were at. Yes, I was such a note taker. I took down like the addresses, the phone numbers, their hours, if you had to make a reservation or not. So I, that's uh, important if they had a reservation or not. Yeah. Really important. Yes. Yes, it is. But it was nice because it was like a little notebook. I could carry it with us and uh, we never got lost or turned around or anything like that. No. And we um, had a lot of fun following the notebook. Uh, and we're going to talk about more about what was in that notebook right after a word from our sponsor. Did you know with Rhino? What's up, y'all? This is Nate Hampton, also known as Cousin Nate. Got myself a new SoundCloud up and running. Would appreciate the likes, the listens, the follows, and all that good stuff. If you like up-tempo, fast-paced mixes, this is the place for you. Also going to have a lot more mixes coming up real soon. So give it a follow. It's www.soundcloud.com slash cousin underscore Nate. Thank you so much. Are you a fan of Pokemon? Are you a fan of RPG games, ukuleles, and creating awesome theme parks? Well, you can hang out with Steven, and you can see all sorts of amazing awesomeness happening on Mondays, on Thursdays, and on Saturdays, all on twitch.tv slash it's Steven with a P-H. That's I-T-S-S-T-E-V-E-N-W-I-T-H-A-P-H. It's Steven with a P-H on twitch.tv. 
Are you currently wearing a Team Ryan O shirt? Well, if you're not, you should be. And you can be. At our merchandise shop, Zazzle.com. That's Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. We've got all sorts of amazing shirts, even pertaining to some amazing inside jokes here, including choices were made. Ryan O is my hero. Adam's cheesesteaks, the rambunctious Johnson sick note tour shirt, and much, much more. You can even find some koozies, some hats, and some other amazing stuff. Only at the zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. Wear it, share it, love it. And now back to our show. Did you know with Ryan O? Alrighty, food, 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 food. Let's talk about food. Um... We tried this fried chicken place. Yes, Willie Mays. And uh, Willie Mays, we we tried, well, originally we were going to try the original Willie Mays Scotch House, but it was too far of us to travel away from the trolleys. It would have been a, a big walk in the middle of town, and we weren't feeling that comfortable trying to get over there. Right, no. It was going to be like a two-mile walk just one way from the trolley stop so even though ryan and i walk a lot just didn't want to walk that far four miles for fried chicken yeah (laughs) walking four miles for fried chicken seemed a bit much so we went to the one um in town and oh that was some of the best fried chicken i ever had oh so good so if you're in new orleans and you want some good fried chicken go see willie Mays. and make sure you get the sweet potato fries oh yeah the bomb. One thing most people don't recognize is that sweet potato fries are amazing. If you've never had sweet potato fries, first off, they're delicious, they're sweet, and they're fried. And they go good with barbecue. Exactly. Fried chicken, barbecue, sweet potato fries are amazing. We have them instead of regular fries in most places. Yes, we do. And they are delicious. But we also like zucchini fries. Zucchini fries is our close second. Oh, zucchini fries. No, if you say, I don't like sweet potatoes, I don't like zucchini. Uh, hello, it's fried. Yum. Yeah, m- most things fried are delicious, be honest here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, we, we ate there. It, it was cute and, and tasty. It was a grand old time. Um, what other food, fun adventures did we have? That night, we went to uh, an Israeli restaurant called Shaya. Yep, Shaya was great. It was it was Shaya. tasty. Mm. We had their house-made pitas. Yum. With some moussaka. Oh, that was so good. How would you describe moussaka? It is like the consistency sort of like of a thick, chunky salsa, but it's made of um, eggplant and garlic and tomatoes and olive oil and who knows what else, but it is so good. And, uh, after that, we, we had some, of uh, their, what's, what's made of chickpeas? What's the, thing the falafel. Falafel. Falafel was okay. We had this, this cheesy, like fried cheesy thing that was amazing Halo- too. Crispy halloumi. And it had this like... A strawberry like dressing thing going on with it. Oh yeah, like uh, like almost like macerated strawberries, but I think it was in some kind of grapefruit. I don't know something, but it was so good. It like 
perfectly balance that that cheese. Because if your cheese is a bit sharp, this kind of thing sweetened it out. It was nice, and then we had some hanger steak. Our steak was good. I tried a, I tried a beer for the first time. It was okay, but that <laughs> you just said I tried a beer for the first time. <laughs> yes, I tried a new beer for the first time. I should say. <laughs> Because those of you who have listened to this <laughs> podcast know I'm not a virgin when it comes to beer. <laughs> that was funny, folks. So, yeah, we had a good old time over there at Shia. I recommend it. Yeah, it was really good. It was a nice little walk from the trolley stop, but it was it was a nice night. Apparently, the, the guy who opened it um, separated because he had a partner. And so he separated from his partner and then he went on and opened like four other places i think his name was shia so he opened up some other places called like saba or something yeah but that unfortunately was going to be closed during our stay but the food at shia was very good and uh that was like our food adventure like i mean yeah we tried a whole bunch of other stuff but that was and a food that we hadn't had together before yeah because how often do you have like israeli places and like how, they're not that common no, they aren't, but we were fortunate enough to have some, and now we want more. It, it was delicious. Um, so some other food things that we tried, uh, we, where else? We tried this pizza place. Ooh, yes, Tommy G's Coal-Fired Pizza. <gasps> so good. Probably some of the best marinara sauce I've ever had. Originally, the, the pizza didn't have marinara because it was like a fancy a fancy cheese quattro formaggio pizza so it's a fancy four cheese pizza that didn't really have a uh, a marinara sauce we we got some as a dipping sauce and always get it as a dipping sauce oh so good but i mean just in pizza in general it was really good really like nice thin crust yum yum yums we 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 got it there okay so so first off Rachel and I went to the World War II Museum. So if you're in town, and you got to check it out. It's an experience. Like, put aside an entire day to check it out sort of experience. Yeah, we might have been there for like five or six hours. And I know people are like, museums are so boring. But this was, it was an experience. This felt less like a museum. Like, I've been to a whole bunch of museums. This felt less like a museum. It felt very I immerse. Oh, yeah. There's like kind of information overload a little bit. But what I really liked was a lot of the personal stories or quotes from people that were actually participated in World War II. Um, some stuff, you know, you kind of learn, you know, they didn't end so well. Their life didn't go so well, you know, while fighting. Or others, you know, they su succeeded and actually came home. And there's a lot of cool artifacts and... Uh, a lot of cool footage. Yeah, a lot of really cool footage and just a lot of really interesting information learned some things that we had no idea and it was a it was a good good place kudos to everyone that put that together and they, they, they broke it apart even so like when you're in this one um section you if you feel like you're inside a submarine when they're talking about all of the stuff that they did over in japan mm -hmm. and then this other um aspect of it also in japan it feels like they're talking about all you're in the jungle based on how they have everything set up just like they were. Yeah, or like during the Battle of the Bulge, it was like super cold. So you kind of were going in a room and it kind of seemed like it was a f snowy forest. It was snowing. And then another one, you feel like you're in a, a in some some European ruins over in Germany. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so you get all this unique experiences and some giant planes. Oh, yeah. Huge planes. They have an entire hangar pretty much dedicated to, uh, well, the Boeing people because they helped out and, and put up a whole bunch of cool stuff in there, too. Mm-hmm. And then we went over after that to the World War II Museum's new hotel called the Higgins Hotel. The Higgins is is extremely pretty. Oh, yeah. It was a gorgeous hotel. And we had drinks and some appetizers on the rooftop bar called Rosie's. Which, the view is nice. The view is nice. The... Looks like they're still putting some things together. Maybe a little short staff on first opening. So we didn't have the greatest experience there. But all in all, I think we would go back. Yeah. It, we would just get different things. We would definitely get different <laughs> things. And it's weird when you go to a bar and they can't serve you beer because all the beers, because their, their CO2 tanks don't work. But, you know, stuff happens. Yes. So you kind of have to just be patient. And even though you're on vacation and you're only there one time, which, you know, we've all heard or been there where something goes wrong, you just kind of have to go with the flow. So we didn't fill up on those appetizers and and drinks there. And it got a little warm because it was warmer than we expected that day. So that's when we went over and got some coal fire pizza. And it was so good. Yeah. So had we have filled up on the appetizers and whatnot... We wouldn't have gone, so it was a blessing in disguise. Yes, exactly. And, of course, we took the trolley <laughs> every single time between there and there as well. Uh, always. Uh, so, so we tried that. Um, we did a few other things the following day, if I remember correctly. Um, the following day, we just kind of... That was our last day, actually. Okay. But, I mean, in between that time of the museum and before that, we would just ride the trolley. We did the Camellia's Diner, which was a diner. definitely a diner. <laughs> it is most certainly a diner. Most certainly. Uh, but other than that, we just kind of walked around, explored, rode the trolley, had some delicious food. And then pretty much everything shut down around, like, 8 I guess. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to what time it shut down. I was, we were just back at our hotel around 8. <laughs> yeah, and so while we were at our hotel, we got to um, hang out um, with, with our bartender because our, our bar wasn't that busy, so we you know got a, a lot of attention from him, and he taught us a lot about bitters and like the history of drinks there, and we, we learned all sorts of fun things about especially the unique drinks that New Orleans has to offer. Yes. Like the Brandy Crusta, we had... Which is one of my favorites. Did we try a Cesarec? I don't think we did. Because he said you wouldn't like it if you didn't like that one drink. Absinthe. No. No? No. Okay. No. Well, then, you know. You know. <laughs> I think it was... I forget what drink it was that you said you didn't like, and he oh. said, "Well, you wouldn't like the the Sazerac." Then, well, it's it's the one drink that I had at Animal Kingdom. Oh, the Campari. Yeah, so I'm not a fan a of Campari. Negroni. Yeah. Even though you like Negroni, but only when it's done at Disney, pretty much, I think is what it is. I, I think so. I think just that one time I liked Negroni, but the other times I've had Negroni, I didn't like it. No, yeah, gross. 
So, yeah, so I think we exnate on the Sazerac, but you had something called the Brandy Crosta. Yum. I think you really like that. And then the last word. Both of those were delicious. So instead of going over every single ingredient on them, because there's a lot. Yeah. Um, if, if you hear something that's cool, it sounds cool, just type it into Google. You'll, you'll find a bunch of recipes. It. Now, I had something that our bartender made up on his own and he did a grasshopper which i mean we all know what a grasshopper is it's like that minty drink but he doesn't put all of the creme de menthe in it he splits that with absinthe and it like mellows the it out so much oh it's so good oh i want one now <laughs> yeah i'll take a, a brandy crusta now that sounds absolutely delightful you have one i have one we'll have a good old time <laughs> But yeah, that's what we spent our nights doing. We would go out explore during the day and then we'd be kind of tired, ready to just relax and just hang out with our bartender. And he, he like taught us a lot. I mean, make friends with your bartender, especially if you have a nice hotel bar. Oh yeah. And we would, we would basically close down the bar while watching, uh, baseball, while watching baseball. It was a cool time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, small world, we actually ran into someone that we didn't know, but technically kind of worked with in some kind of sideways way and lived near, which was strange. Small it, world. It definitely is a small world, pun intended. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, so that was our little New Orleans trip. Um, we checked out Jackson Square. That was a cool thing. Jackson Square, the Mississippi River. Gotta love some Mississippi River. Um, we, we went by the aquarium. That looks kind of cute. Yeah, it'd be fun. If we hadn't just gone to an aquarium in October. And and we got uh, to experience a lot of unique people while we were there. Well, yeah. That's me putting it mildly. Yeah. People are are special everywhere. That's that's right. They are indeed. Um so overall, um New Orleans was cool. I think it'll be another while before I go there cuz I got all their places I want to check out. Yeah. Like New England, Colorado, the Northwest, everywhere. So we got all sorts of those things coming up on our adventures in the future. Um, so New Orleans, done and done. So, so Rachel, besides some of the footages, what would you say was like one of the your most unexpected things that you enjoyed there? Um, I'd probably say like the parks was kind of unexpected because I didn't expect to be walking around parks while we were exploring the city. But I, I really enjoyed the World War II Museum. I would highly recommend it. And, and I never knew I'd like moussaka, so that's a thing. Oh, moussaka. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and the trolley. Definitely ride the trolley as far as you can just to get a good experience of what everything's like. You don't know until you know. And then you'll know. And then you'll know. Um, so on our way back, we got to hang out over at Destin, Rachel's old stomping grounds. Yes. Like just near where I grew up. Where we... We tried the, the other Maguires, so yes, we had Maguires twice in a week. Um, no issues there. It, it was it was quite tasty. Uh, we tried some new thing, I, I tried some new thing called Boxties. Rachel, what are Boxties? It's like a cheesy mashed potato that they, I think they roll those in some kind of breadcrumbs and then they fry it, and they were yummy. They were indeed yummy. Um, Maguires also brews their own beer, so... 
that's a good old time. Um, just got to be careful about which one you get because some are really like normal and neutral and others are a bit unique. Yes, and they also make their own root beer. So if you're not a, a beer drinker but you love root beer, oh, it is very good. And they also have like this, what, 18-cent soup sort of thing? Yes, it's called Senate Bean Soup. And if you get it with an entree, it only costs you 18 cents because I think that's what it costs senators because it's only served or was originally served in like the Senate cafeteria in Washington, D.C. And it cost the senators seven, 18 cents to buy it. And it is like it's like bean and ham soup, but it's a very good, very tasty. And like especially if it was a cold day, which it was a little chilly. One day was rainy. One day was a little chillier. Yeah, we we saw temperatures between the the low fifties and the low eighties during this trip. Yeah, we weren't quite prepared for some of that because it wasn't supposed to get that cold. It wasn't. No, the lowest it was supposed to get to is the the mid sixties. Yeah, but then after that we went and we had drinks at a brewery that we've had some of their beer from, but we've never been able to go to their actual brewery, which is called the Destin Brewery. And we basically um, flighted our way across their menu. It was pretty cool. I think we just didn't have one of the seltzers and any of their IPAs. A little bit of this and a little bit of that is amazing when you're you're trying things because you don't know what you like until you've, you know, tried everything. So if you're going to go out... Um, and you're going on new adventures and trying new things, get a large crowd with you, like a party of four at least, because then, you know, especially if you're into sharing, there are some people who aren't into sharing, but go with people, number one, who are into sharing. Number two, like trying new th- new things, um, because then you could all try some new stuff together. And Ryan has forgotten that COVID exists and that you shouldn't be sharing with people that you don't know or don't usually live with. Well, I was implying <laughs> that you should go with people that you normally go with people <laughs> with. But yes, I did forget that that sort of thing exists. I know. So once everything goes back to normal, do then that. share. <laughs> Otherwise, no. Get flights for yourself. Get one flight for me, one flight for you. <laughs> I'll have a flight if you have one too. Um so that's our 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 trip in a nutshell. Yes. I don't really think there's anything otherly crazy or spectacular that we need to chat about when it comes to New Orleans, Destin, Pensacola, or our week here afterwards. No. I don't think so. I think uh you should just go exploring wherever life wants you to go or wherever you're interested in it doesn't matter where if you like the beach go to the beach enjoy the beach if you like the forest go to the forest if you like the big cities go to the big cities if you like the desert you do you hombre yeah go to the desert go go and do whatever brings you joy as long as it doesn't decrease the joy of others and just try to eat and drink local and buy local stuff don't eat like McDonald's every day. I mean, I understand you might be on a budget, but, you know, that's not where the good stuff is. No, the good stuff is usually a diner in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yes, it is. So as we're, we're coming up here on the end of our episode, you know what we do towards the end of the episode. We come up with a question of the week. So, so Rachel, what do you think is going to be our question of the week? 
Um, the question of the week is, what is your favorite summertime activity? You heard it here, folks. You can answer that question or any question or participate in the conversation by checking us out on Facebook, Did You Know with Ryan O, Twitter at Did You Know Ryan O, or shoot us an email, Did You Know Ryan O at gmail.com. Uh, thank you, Rachel, for joining us on this awesome episode. Are my pleasure. And for those of us here, to those of you out there, we hope that you find your awesome, hold on to it, and share it with the world. I've been Ryan O, and we'll see you next time.